Are you ready for cocktails and conversation? This is Herspiration Happy Hour. Happy Wednesday! Welcome to another episode of Herspiration Happy Hour. Hi, this is your unapologetic diva, Dr. G. This is Cortina Peters, a.k.a. the Girlfriend Therapist. And this is Louisa Harrell, a.k.a. Double How are you, ladies? Good, good, good. And we'll have Tessina T. Weezy joining us shortly. She's running a little bit behind. But what are we drinking today? Well, today we are drinking on a blood orange margarita. Mm-hmm. That's a winter, uh, winter flavor on uh, uh, margarita, and so uh, we are. I'm not. We are. I'm sorry. Being greedy. And <laughs> hey, look, it's, it's been that kind of day already. Yeah, it really has. <laughs> so you need a fresh, fresh blood orange juice, freshly squeezed lime juice, uh, tequila, any brand, orange liqueur, any brand you like, uh, simple syrup. Uh, this is optional now. Coarse salt, you know, coarse sea salt and a blood orange slice for garnish. So what you would do is pour the orange, the blood orange juice, the lime juice, the tequila, the orange liqueur and the simple syrup in a, a, a cocktail shaker. Shake it up for about 15 seconds to get it, you know, frothy a little bit frosty. I'm sorry. And then you will pour that or strain that over a cup of ice. And if you like, um, you can garnish the glass before you pour it in there with the sea salt. So you would take the line, um, the orange rind, I'm sorry, the orange slice and rim the glass and then, you know, do the salt if you want the salt. Uh, for the mocktail, I was thinking you take the orange juice, the blood orange juice, the uh, lime juice, and you might. Make and leave the simple syrup out and then top it off with, um, look at you, top that off with um, ginger beer. Okay. Yeah. I might go with that. Plus, yeah. I like, I don't know, something about a good blood orange drink. Yeah. It's a really good taste. It's not too sugary for me uh, if you don't add on to that, all that extra stuff. But hey, What's going on, T. Weezy, with the red hair today? No, she on fire. Nice. Thank you, y'all. Took the braids out. Got to let the hair breathe and do some color on it. <laughs> so, are you going to? Let, are you letting it grow out? Yeah. Um, well, I don't cut the top, so I always cut the bottom mm-hmm. and around. But yeah. So, like, is you going to keep it that way? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I haven't gotten that. Hair. I I haven't gotten there yet. Where I could. I, can shave. I'm not well now. I definitely not because I'm letting my hair grow out. But I'm known to do chops. It's me. But I'm trying to let it grow out for a few years just to see how long I can get it curly. And then if I love it just as much, and it's a little less work because I, you know, like right now it's I'm in all struggle mode. I just had to like pull it back because my hair is wet because I not long ago got out the shower. So I was like, okay. And I don't like wearing shower cap so my hair gets wet every time i'm in the shower it's just something liberating about just being able to put your head under the water yep just that's for us natural hair sisters yeah <laughs> all right so funny well, i didn't know your hair was shaved so you you cortina and i all have our hair shaved in some sort of way because oh, i need to get this cut down it's growing out i need to cut it again but cortina yeah. usually has hers nice and styled and and looking good with her oh, purple. I think I'm 
You gonna cut the top off? Yeah, after I get married, I'm gonna go back low to the way I was. Ooh. Okay. I was that low too. Were you? Yeah, me and my friend had this uh, little contest because I used to wear a blown out. I had a mohawk at first. So all of this was short on the side, but I had a, a middle all the way down. And okay. then I decided, I'm going to cut. I don't want that no more. So I wanted something different. I cut the back off. And then she was like, "Um, you should let the top grow out. She's a natural hair enthusiast. I was like, I'm going to see. I stopped blowing it out for the past four years. So I'm going to try and get it blown out and see how that's going to look again because it's been a very long time since I've applied heat to my hair. Yeah, that's what I actually have. I actually have a mohawk. But my mohawk is a thicker mohawk. So on the back, it's a point. So I need to get it cut down so I can see it. That's what I had. Look at here, natural, natural hair talks, natural hair talks. Well, you know what, ladies, like any other Wednesday, we shout out our women crushes of the week, women who are out here doing some dynamic things and making a difference in this world and or just taking care of themselves. So who wants to go first with their WCW? I'll go first. Okay. So I am going to be shouting out as my WCW, Miss Nicole Everett. She is located in Tallahassee, Florida, and she has uh, these lives that are also streamed on uh, Roku TV because she has a station where she um, always interviews therapists on her show because one of her things that's very important to her is to get the message out there about healing specifically for individuals in our community and that look like us. And so she does it. I'm talking about like, like clockwork. She has one um, on Mondays for for men that's kind of tailored to the men, and then she has another one on uh, Wednesdays tailored to the or to the females. And then on Tuesdays, she has something called Singles Mingles, where you talk about all of the issues that come with dating and being single and some of the challenges and what you like and what you don't like and everything like that. And so it's just a uh, platform where you can get like a wealth of information if that is what you are looking for. So again, her whole thing is to promote and educate and provide uh, information and resources across the nation. And so, yeah, her name is Nicole Everett and she is um, based out of Tallahassee, Florida. Okay. Oh, Pam, you're, you're, you're muted. I know, I just saw, I was saying, okay, all right, look at here. It's it's Wednesday and it should be Friday, you know, and I'm sure a lot of you are feeling, <laughs> feeling that way. It's, it's just been a long day. I guess I'll go next. My WCW today, I'm going to shout out, uh, you know, Claudia Green, who is my publicist for, and she's the, the CEO and founder of Mayhem Entertainment uh, PR. I'm going to tell you all, if you're ever looking for a really great PR, her and her team are absolutely dynamic. And if you follow me, you constantly see me out there in the media. Uh, I'll be going back to all of that stuff very soon. But I'm telling you, she worked me so hard. I needed a hiatus. It is not no joke. And, and But it's good to have a publicist that is absolutely open to taking care of you, hearing your needs and making sure that they are met to the best of her ability. Uh, you know, and a lot of people get very confused about PR and what it really is. And so 
but but her and her team got it down packed. And so that's why today I'm going to actually shout her out because I'm looking forward to going back to doing all of my whole media things with the launch of my new book that's coming out. And she's ready to and her, and her team are ready. We've had our phone call. We have a plan. Yeah, yeah, better be ready. So shout out to you, Claudia, for doing such a great job. Shout out to you and your entire team. All right. Okay. I have, yeah, I have uh, <laughs> my WCW. I forgot her last name. She's going to kick my butt because I always call her Mama Sylvia. <laughs> so I'm going to give you her last name for the show. But uh, Mama Sylvia, actually, I discovered this past couple days that she is the owner and operator of two Denny's restaurants in the District of Columbia, her and her husband. Oh. And I was like, what? You didn't say a thing. It's <laughs> black woman. It's so awesome. It's so dope. Her and her husband. And so I walked in there with my mom and she was standing at the restaurant. I'm like, what are you doing here? She said, what are you doing here? <laughs> so, cool. so I just want to shout out Mama Sylvia. She's also a transform transformative life coach as well. She graduated with me. So I'm going to get her last name and then I'm going to Shout it back out. Give you a minute. I can't believe I did. I forgot her name. But anyway, shout out Mama Sylvia. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So come on, T. Weezy. We, can, we are rocking today. Well, today I want to give my Woman Crush Wednesday shout out to, um, there's a local doctor here in New Orleans, Louisiana. It's a, a black female, which is hard to come by. Her name is Courtney Washington, and she specializes in cardiovascular. So I want to bring that up. Heart care, which is you know, us black people and women, men and women, we suffer a lot with a lot of caring for our hearts. We have hypertension, high blood pressure, all of these things that hit us hard in our community. But Dr. Washington, that's what she specializes in. And I've met her about three months ago, actually. She's put me on one of the greatest regimens because I do, um, I wouldn't say suffer with because I'm trying to get that out of my vocabulary. But hypertension, I have been trying to manage that for a very long time. But I finally found this doctor who actually cares and she checks up. Like it's hard to find doctors that really care and specialize in certain things. And it's going to give you a certain regimen and follow up with you too. But she also gives um, different information off of on social media. So you can look her up to Dr. Nola knows on Instagram, but her name is Dr. Courtney Washington and she's a Nola native. She finished um, med school in Fort Worth, Texas. All right, all right. See, where I'm, I'm just loving it all. I love it all. And this, so this is why this platform exists. This is why I love doing the WCWs because I think there's a lot of people out here that deserves their flowers now versus that you know when they're no longer here. And so I'm really loving all of that stuff. T. Uh, Weezy, you wasn't on here. How's your week been so far? Weekend was pretty good. I spent some time with my sisters. We got some crawfish, some seafood, y'all. Y'all know the crawfish is back. And I get so excited. I have to have it like every day. But um, I'm not because it's expensive. But yes, I had a good weekend, um, ran some errands, but I spent a lot of time with my family this weekend. Okay. It was so funny. When I was pregnant with Morgan and we went to Louisiana because that's where her dad is from, mm -hmm. I had to stay at the hotel 
I couldn't even enjoy it because the smell of the crawfish and the boil was bothering me so bad. Like I was nauseous and sick. So I was at the hotel by myself where everybody, you know, they having crawfish boils and simple boils every freaking day. And you put newspaper and you just pour it all over the table and you just eat in it. And I don't eat blue crab. I'm bougie. Even though snow crab. All of it. I can go through all that. Um, And so this is the craziest story. So my cousin used to have, the first thing I knew about crawfish were they were pets. I didn't know people ate them, right? Because growing up, my cousin had crawfish in a fish tank. That was his pets. And so when I'm older, like that ain't a big thing down here in Florida. So now I'm married to this Louisiana man. And I'm like, you eat that? I'm like, you're not supposed to eat that. That's a pet. Eating a dog or something. Like in my mind, I could not make a connection of this is like what they eat. And then I was like, oh my gosh. And so then I had a situation where I got nauseous and I got sick. So that even further turned me off away from it. And it wasn't until maybe Morgan was three that I was actually able, I can't twist it and suck it and do all that. Now just give me the little fried tail. You know, and I will do that, but I can't do nothing else with it. But it took me a long time to get over crawfish not being pets. It's never okay. been a good mouth. I have, I have never, I have never heard, I dissected one before in science in high school, but I've never, in biology, I've never thought of a crawfish as a pet. So that's really kind of new. As a matter of fact, I don't even like eating crawfish. To me, it's just not enough to even bother ordering it. And I, I, what is it? I, I just don't get it. That, and I don't know, it's something wildly uncomfortable about just popping a head off and sucking it. <laughs> I guess you have to be a native or from the South. I think uh, maybe, maybe, uh, yeah. but no. Because a lot of people say, why do y'all like blue crab so much? And it takes so much work to get meat out the crab. And oh, waste of time. No crab, people say like, just seafood sometimes, like the work of getting the meat out of anything is just too much. Yeah. Like, well, I'm, I'm, it's a matter of size for me. It's not. It's a matter of size for me. I don't like the small crabs because then to me, that's too much work. I always get like the large, extra large or the jumbo. That makes it much easier. One, it's more meaty. I'm not sitting here fighting for nothing. Uh, no, just no, I'm good. And I can't do shrimp. If it got the head on it, I can't eat it. If it's not deveined, I cannot do it because I will sit with a napkin and I can't do it. Like I do the same thing. I can't. Mm-mm. That black line in the back. Oh no, I won't eat it. No. <laughs> the black line. Yeah, I'll run the fork. I'll run the yeah, fork. I just uh-uh. split it. I can't. Just knowing what it is. <laughs> and it'd be crunchy like, in your mouth. Oh, I can't. No. What do you mean? What's crunchy in your mouth? The little black stuff, like if it get in the, uh, even Chinese food, like if I see, because you know how like it most of the others deveined, but even if I yeah. see like a little bit left out, I, I can't eat no more. I'm disgusted. That's that's super disgusting. I've never had anything crunchy on a on a shrimp. Maybe it's my mind, but it, it might be like, a all of, of that waste that that's what that is would be a little bit crunchy. And I don't know. Uh, 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 I can't. I can't. Wow. Do it. 
Yeah, that's a lot. And I'm a foodie and it takes a lot for me. I mean, I've had I've had fried grasshopper. I've eaten raw silkworms, uh, but I don't know. I just can't eat a crawfish. I don't have raccoon, but that's about why like what? raccoon. Oh, you ate some coon. Yeah, because my uh, mom's ex-husband, he was like country, country, like deep South Georgia country. And uh, I didn't know what it was. I, I like food. Okay, well, let me get some of this. And I remember I was, I was like, can I get some more of that? I don't know what I called it. He was like, that ain't chicken or whatever I called it. He was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I remember I was petrified. I went to the refrigerator one day and I seen some frog legs just sitting right there mm. in the refrigerator. Those. You know how traumatizing that is for a 10 year old? Yeah, I you don't got chicken. You know, if somebody said they taste like chicken. Is I that the thing tastes like chicken to black people? You, you got Kermit the frog in the refrigerator with no head and his legs cut off. And I'm like, what in the world is this? This is crazy. Oh man, yo, I cannot. What in the world? I so funny. I don't even know what in the. I don't even know what to say. My dad just made smothered raccoon for my uncle. For real? <laughs> yes. And then he had the nerve to show me the pictures that I was like, "Dang, yeah. he's so graphic. He likes stuff like this, and he's a chef. He likes the wild animal stuff, though." Like. And I was like, so you had to clean it and all of that? It was like, yeah. yeah, clean it, all that. And my grandma, she eats so possum and all that Ooh. other kind of like roadkill. And I'm just like, I can't. Okay. Okay. Y'all can find nothing else to eat. It wasn't no chickens that need to be plucked in the yard. No, 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 no <laughs> pigeons. I don't know. I meant whether you eat pigeons. I don't like alligator. I don't like gator. I don't like gator either. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of gator tail or whatever that stuff yeah. is. And I've had it. It tastes gamey to me. To me, yeah. it's like I, I don't like Cornish hens because they taste gamey. I don't like gator because it, it tastes gamey. If 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 I have that gamey gamey taste, and even venison, if cooked right, is good. Yeah. I feel the same way about lamb though. I was just gonna say cooked right. I was gonna say yeah. gotta be cooked right. Yeah. And I can only do the chops. I can't do a, a shank and all of that. I went to a Mediterranean spot and they had a lamb shank and I almost died. It, it looked like a tape, a leg on my plate, y'all. Like a leg. I, I have a phobia with big foods and big meats. I Oh, big meats. Not that kind. Oh, you think But food. <laughs> I just did. Arby's. Leg quarters. I don't do those. Ah. Lamb shank and a leg of a lamb. I cannot duck. No. Oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. No, I can't do that. Just. I love duck, but it has to be prepared right because duck can be really greasy. Like oxtails can be really greasy if it's not cooked right. I like duck. I can do dog. When they had that picture floating around of that oxtail, I didn't give a damn what it looked like because they taste so good. I didn't even care what the oxtail looked like. <laughs> if, you, if you use context clues, it's a tail of an ox. So I well, guess what? It tastes good, and that's yeah. all that matters. That's all that matters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -mm. I was trying to see where our our guest was tonight. Uh, I know she's in New Orleans, so. 
I just try to make sure that people don't get confused that the podcast is on Eastern time and not on um, Central time. Central time. Yeah. But you know, either way. We well, reading is fundamental. Going, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. I never worry about that. But reading is fundamental. I always let you know, I'm very present to say we record uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I messaged her to see if she's coming on. Uh, she said she's she joined at 605. I don't see her. Yeah, I definitely don't see her. She sent an email saying she was waiting. I know. Um, well, I don't see her. Well, if you give me a second, I can. I have no idea. Let's see here. I might and, have. And this is always the the beauty, and you know you're getting a live show when you exactly have no time to edit it out. You have no time to, you know. This is kind of what you get, and that's you know the 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 blessing and the curse with a live show. You know you're getting authentic content in real time. Real time. Exactly. You know, but I mean, and this is just the nature of what we do. I mean, and it's fine. We love having our guests. So we're just going to rectify this and I'm going to resend her the link yeah. just to make sure and uh, go here. And then so I just resent it to her because sometimes technology has a way of doing its own darn thing. And then just like right now, look who popped off. Louisa, <laughs> I don't know that in the world. Yo, yo, you look at here. Speaking of food, y'all, while we wait on our guests to come on, I am. You can see from the background, I'm back home. I was in Alabama for about three weeks with my mom and cooking up a storm. I was sharing my little my salads that I have been bomb at really making, and I just kind of mastered it, but. I went from cooking almost every day there to now, since I've been home, I've been trying to cook. And you know what, Cortina, I'm, you know, man, you're going to fight. These little things are everywhere. I'm like, that? so this is a note real quick, a side note. This she sent her invitation for her wedding. I have it right here. So beautiful, mm -hmm. but it has all these little things on it. And I opened it up and I'm trying, I've been trying to you open it up and it pops out like confetti, like surprise. Nobody didn't want to clean that up. Nobody oh. wants to clean that up. That's I'm good. like, I'm, I'm finding these little things everywhere. It's like really driving me super crazy. Seeing it around mm -hmm. gold and black because I wanted people to get the whole feel of you know what trying is. to prepare you okay yeah. you, to get excited. you know if you saw my last TikTok that i did and i said you know when you get an over-the-top extra therapist <laughs> whatever you get with me you know it's gonna be extra over the top from hello hello mm -hmm. like, hey, <laughs> see me i'm here <laughs> Yeah, well, it's a lot. It's like glitter, you know, just falling out. And you, and I'm glad it wasn't small things. I mean, these are it wasn't oh, a yeah, whole yeah. bunch of little circles because glitter, I tell you what, is oh, like no. the herpes of arts and crafts. It's, <laughs> it's just, it just never goes away. Oh, mom, you said you can't wait for the visit. I'm sure my mom was very spoiled for three weeks with, you know, just all the cooking. Yeah. Uh, are all moms like you. that? Because my mom is the same way. So what you cook today? I'm like, oh, you want me to put you some up? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Oh, well, I was just at her house cooking. I was literally just at her house cooking. She says she just ordered Chinese. Mm, that's a shame. See, I, I didn't cook tonight because I'm um, so this week I've been actually simplifying things. I did make chicken salad, which is so good. And I'm not even a big chicken salad eater. I, am. I made I made sloppy joes, which I had a hankering for some sloppy joes with Swiss cheese. It's like my thing. Yeah, so our guest just popped in, and so I'm gonna do, you know, hailing all the way from New Orleans, we have Mo Pound. Hey, how y'all doing? We were just having all kinds of trouble. I know, I know. It's okay though, but you know what? This is uh, we was sharing with people that it's live. This is what you get for a live show, and you know, technology, technology. It's so good to see you, ladies, everybody, and thank you for having me. Thank, thank you for coming. You know what? You, it's pronounce your first name. Is it man? Is it Mateka or Matecha? <laughs> it's oh, Matisha. It, it's Matisha. Matisha. Okay, look, I was, I was all the way, all the way gone messed up. Okay, Matisha. I have been everybody. I'm telling you, all of my life, I've been everybody, but who I really am. Oh my gosh. Well, Matisha, you're all the way from New Orleans and you are a self-awareness and development coach. So introduce yourself to people. Tell everybody, because I'm, I'm really excited about hearing about this triple G exchange experience that you created. Yes, ma'am. So what it is, is um, I'm a life coach. I'm a prospective spiritual conscience and self-awareness life coach. I'm also an author. Um, a motivational speaker and a grief counselor. And so the Triple G Exchange Experience, it's a platform um, that I would say was formed in the dark, um, but it was it was designed to enlighten and to bring hope. So um, what it basically is, is just giving up your past. It's getting into your present so that you can gain VIP access to your future. Okay. Oh, I love that. VIP access. Because oh, if you don't think you're a very important person, hey, you really can't expect others to. That's so true. That is so true. So what what made you think of this whole triple G experience, exchange experience? How did that even come about? Well, it was birthed uh, just through a lot of trauma, a lot of childhood trauma, a lot of pain um agony struggles challenges and so once i overcame with no strength of my own but once the, the the spirit and the strength of the lord helped me to overcome i felt like it was my sole duty at that point to let as many people know as i could that you can you can give up your past you can get current and be made aware of your future so that, i mean of your present so that you can have a future because we only get one life to live. Okay, okay. So what do the G stand for? It says triple G. Yeah, so the G is to give up your past, get into your present, and gain VIP access to your future. Okay, so okay, so that's what all right, all right. I love yes. that. I love that. Thank so you, ladies. Yeah, well, so, I'm sure it's just different. Go ahead, Cortina. 
Oh, I was going to say, do you have a particular target, you know, population that you are passionate about working with, with your platform and your uh, organization? Okay. I do. I do. Um, it's mainly young women and adult women because I can identify uh, at being a woman. And so for those who are lost or have experienced any kind of grief or heartbreak, um, it was really formed for them. I see so many women that are powerless now for whatever reason. It could be self-inflicted wounds. It could be things that they experienced that was no choice of their own. But nevertheless, they're powerless. And so this was created to empower so that they can take control back of their lives and act in their own best interest and in their own authority. Yeah, so yeah. that's really what it was first out of. Okay. So if there was a, a young woman, right, mm -hmm. who was listening to this podcast this evening and mm -hmm. she is feeling alone, she's feeling lost, she's feeling like she don't know which way to go, which way to turn, what would be some encouraging or inspirational words? What would you like for her to be able to hear? I would like for her to first hear the matters of her own heart. I would, I would then express to her and stress to her the importance of self-care. We use a lot of those words loosely, but it is so important. Self-preservation, I was told, was the first law of the nation. And that is when you act in your own best interest. And when you learn to love you, it, I really deal with self first. Because if you can't be your best self, you're just being fragments and pieces to others. You know, and so I always like to, to say to young women, never give up your truth uh, to make other people comfortable. We're doing a lot of exchanging, you know, um, we're exchanging our soul for many things. We're exchanging our, our positive energy. Uh, we're just not aware, you know, we're on autopilot and our consciousness is dead. And so that's what the self-awareness is all about. Because when you can look at the man in the mirror and wake her up, then you maybe could get to the business of living. So I would just want to encourage, you know, any young woman um, to stop giving up what you could really have to keep what you really don't need or what you really don't want. Mm -hmm. You know, we just have to get clear uh, internally about who we are, you know, and how you feel about yourself. Um, and so I just like to encourage young women directly. We, I deal with that first, you know what I'm saying? And then we can get on to other issues because sometimes our issues are not other people. It is our perspective. Yeah. It's the way we see ourselves, the way we see the world, the way we see life. And if you can just shift the thinking and change your lenses, yep. you can bring about change and transformation. Self-sabotage self, self, self is like the main culprit when you don't have or foster that level of self-love that's needed to take care of self. That's yes. one of the hardest things because when people say, oh, you know, it's I don't know what's going on. I don't know why this is happening to me. A lot of times it is it is formulated by the way that we think of ourselves first. Absolutely. So, you know, speaking of this, so. It, have any of your clients had to overcome uh, imposter syndrome? Um, imposter, I would say I can I can recollect maybe two. 
Um, okay. Who weren't satisfied. Some people I meet, they aren't satisfied with who they are. And that goes back to not knowing who you are, not tapping into self. And so they get this uh, un unrealistic picture about others and they'd rather try to walk in someone else's shoes mm -hmm. but it's hard to do because they don't fit mm -hmm. i don't know if you guys seen the uh commercial which which uh shaquille o'neal and he's walking in some he's walking in somebody's shoes who's too small and the girl is walking in someone's shoes who's too big but what i it's a simple uh you know analogy but what i got out of it was like she said, it really is hard to walk a mile in somebody else's shoes, you know. So we just have to come face to face and eyeball to eyeball with ourselves. I tell anybody, when you get up in the morning, when you go in the bathroom to brush your teeth and wash your face, the first person you see is who? You. You. And so that would be the first person you have to be real with and be truthful with, you know, and spend some time with. Mm -hmm. So what method is there in place? Because, you know, as a coach for people who when they're starting to deal with themselves, that they've over that they've come face to face with real trauma. What then? So once we you know, once I find out the status of where a person is, I try to first my goal is to create a safe and trustworthy environment for anybody I, I client with. Once we can establish that trust and they know that I am solely there for them for the long haul, um, now the results highly depend on both the client and myself. But for me, it is kind of like a hand-holding process along with bringing accountability. And so once I get that initial um, intake of where they are, what seems to be the problem, you know, why they're stuck, where they'd like to go and what's preventing them from getting there, we deal then with shifting because 10 times out of 10, if someone comes to me in need of a life coach, it's because whatever they're going through, it's the way they're looking at it. It's the way they see it. Because once you change the way you see how something is affecting you or what you'd like to have or do or become, once you change your shift in your mind and look at things from another pair of lenses and another perspective, um, you can bring about transformation. And I like to use the word transformation because change is good. But think about it. I could change something, but I can always change back. Mm -hmm. I can always change my mind. But when you're transformed, that's an inner work. And you don't go back. You are a new person at this point. You have a new perspective. You have a, a new life, a new future, new goals. You know, so... I would say that the method would be to first deal with the matters of the heart, let's shift the thinking process um, and get to the business of putting those things into practice. And that's dealing with self first. You would not believe once people become aware um, and they develop that they go through the self-development stage and they learn to go into self-preservation mode, not selfishness, but you have to take care of you because to be the best you makes you the best representative for all those around you and connected to you. You run your own commercials. Would there ever be a time that you would find it <clears throat> necessary or important for you to refer 
one of your clients or your patients to a therapist? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because sometimes um, people are dealing with things that are beyond what I am certified to do. I do not like to present myself as though I can do it all because I can't. And sometimes you can step over into um, another era across the line that you had no business crossing because you have to stick with what you're good at. Yeah. And um, my grandparents used to always tell me, you can't be the bride at every wedding <laughs> and you can't be the corpse at every funeral. So just do what you are designed to do. Do what you can do, you know? So yes, there would be, if I see whether trauma and the pain goes deeper and it's going to prevent us from moving forward for, per, for personal growth. I abs and I have friends that are therapists. I absolutely, you know, certified therapists. So there are times it's not, it doesn't happen a lot. Most people, they look me up, they, it's word of mouth mm -hmm. um, and they know what I do. So they kind of say, okay, I think you can help me. But I have had one or two people to you know have you know once we get talking with it it's um i feel like it's best if i refer them and recommend them on so absolutely i can't do it all i just want to say like how much i uh respect your uh response and the only reason why i'm saying that is because i'm a therapist myself and so you know there's like this fine line undercurrent of banter between coaches and therapists, right? And yes. so I think both professions have its place. And so the only thing that kind of raises my eyebrow is if someone has gone through something traumatic and now they're saying, I'm a trauma coach. So mm. because you've gone through something, that doesn't necessarily mean you have the tools to help the other person do it. That's you can true. Know, be a, a peer to help them like, hey girl, I went through what you went through, but if you open up Pandora's box to trauma that you're not yet ready to help them heal through and process, now you're creating additional trauma on top of what they're already experiencing. And so when I talk to coaches like you, I'm like, they get it. Like they absolutely get it. And I get I it. We need more like, like you. Well, I appreciate it. And can I say hats off to what you do? thank you yes I, I salute you for what you do because um it's important it, it's extremely important i mean a lot of people are walking around on the edge of their minds you know um a lot of people are just flat out heartbroken mm. and they're just they're running off films so when they have someone like you or myself and many other people um in this profession and your profession if you care about people, you know, because I tell anybody what I do, I love it. I'm grateful. It's a privilege, but sometimes it can also be burdensome. I don't know about for you being a therapist, but it can be not in a problematic way to where just you're sorry you do it, but just it's heavy, mm -hmm. you know, because you feel the heart and the spirit and the brokenness of someone else. And so you're saying that's your job. You want to do the best at it, I would think so. You're trying to get the person to heal you. You said something about heart. So we have Valentine's Day coming up, right? Mm -hmm. So let's just say there is a woman out there, right? Who's kind of getting down on herself. 
She hasn't quite found what it is that she's looking for. She's seeing all the hearts and the candies and the cards, and she's just feeling uh, alone and lonely and like, is it ever gonna happen to me? How would you work with someone who's in that space? I think that would be pretty easy for me because I've been in that space. Mm -hmm. um, now, again, piggybacking off something you just said, um, it doesn't necessarily mean She'd want to hear that or it would work for her, but I could, but I've been there. And so I would then share with her what worked for me. Mm -hmm. I can't share with her what hasn't worked for me. You know, I can recommend, but I have been there. I have seen all of the, I read, if y'all want to know the truth, I absolutely yes, can't we know it. Day. I'm over Valentine's Day, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like it, but no, it's just overrated. But hey, it, it, it is. It's overrated. <laughs> Commercialism of it, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. I just don't celebrate because I always feel like don't love me and spoil me one time out the year. Spoil me all year. Although I do hear I'm not deprived, so we don't really celebrate in this house unless we just feel like doing a little something. One, I don't even like all of those chocolates. I get flowers all the time, and so. You know, I don't know. It's not. It's not a really big it's deal. Not Plus, people go deal. way out for no it reason. It's it's so I mean, it's nice, and I hate to sound like I'm putting a damper on it. Some people love it, but it just it just it, it aggravates me. You know, one time I went in Walgreens and I was trying to get go on one aisle to get something totally not relative to <laughs> Valentine's Day. And I was so annoyed because they had like this huge teddy bear. I just wanted to just smash it because it was in my way. I was like, I can't even come to Walgreens and get nothing for all this stuff in my way. But, um, you know what? I, I think like Valentine's Day is more for like new love, like from from zero months to a year. You get that one time and be like, oh, I got a new Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. 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 Okay, we don't have that's true. Christmas and after birthday. that. You're so smart, because after that year, after that year, to me, you just flat out childish. Like, don't keep coming here. You know, with no talking puppies and all this stuff. You know, you know what I'm saying? Puppies, you got to put a battery in saying, I love you. <laughs> yeah, the only holiday I really, 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 really celebrate is my birthday. Yeah, that's that's one. You know, I don't care what you can get me nothing all year long, but don't let my birthday come up. Oh, hey. it's on and popping. You know that on and popping. I have a sister like that. Her birthday is uh, thirty-one days in the month. Okay, we go to dinners, parties. I mean, I'm like, when is it over? It's actually this month. She has a party on Sunday. She had a oh. dinner. I'm like, <laughs> where, where is February when you need it? So have you ever ran into someone who just refused to take any of your advice, who just refused to listen or was just so stubborn in their ways that they just would not open up? Have you had much resistance? Um, I don't have resistance in a in a negative way. But I have had people who they hear me and they know what I'm saying is for their best interest and they know what I'm saying is right, but they are not ready to commit to the process and to commit to themselves. And at that point, 
I just have to let you know that when you're ready, I'm here. Um, yes, I have absolutely had people. They don't put up the resistance um, eyeball to eyeball to just flat out say, I'm not going to do any of what you're saying. But the resistance comes through the fact that I can clearly see they are taking none of the information, none of the advice, none of the good counsel, none of the coaching, and they are continuing. To, they're complaining about it, but they're continuing to live their lives the same way. So if that that's a strong indication to me that that's somebody that knows what needs to be done, but they just don't have the tenacity to get it going and get it done. And at that point, you know, I can only encourage them, but I can't stay stuck there because I have to continue to move on to help those who really want help and who's really ready to do the work. So let me also say this. I'm a, just a piggyback off of you. you know, for anyone who's watching and anyone who's come, going to come back and listen, whether you get a life coach, whether you go to a therapist, the work is not theirs to do. You can't, they can't want something more than you do. And so change won't happen until you're really ready for it. And so if you feel like the relationship that you have with either a life coach or a therapist is not benefiting you, find you someone who will. That's the that's what makes the the change really work because you have to find someone that's comfortable. And I've always said, especially for a therapist, finding a good therapist is like a woman finding a good pair of jeans that's going to fit perfectly. You know it doesn't happen all that often, but it does hey. happen every now and again. You try on enough, you will find that perfect pair that you absolutely love. And so that's one of the things I always encourage, encourage anyone because one, mental health is real. Two, self-care is, is something that most people, like you said, you know, it's used loosely, but I think it's also taken for granted or not appreciated enough to know where people really, what it really looks like. Because people that's think right. self-care is it's is about things that is basic health care basic health care or just things that you should be doing to take care of yourself anyway like eating <laughs> getting doing your hair yeah yeah taking care of your nails that is good self-care but that's also basic hygiene that's been something that you should be doing real self-care is is mental yeah. awareness and and making these mental shifts that's going to make you healthy before we go uh, be, or before we let you go i would like to hear about your book you said you wrote a book and so what is your book about okay so again um the book is you're going to hear this word a lot but it's important the book is a self-awareness self-development workbook and so what it is it has a lot of uh scriptures quotes affirmations and assignments and i just had someone today they bought about five books on monday i brought them the books on tuesday and on today uh she said to me she said you know i got started in my book and i said oh you did she said i did she said and it's making me think deep she said i'm gonna set aside an hour a day to just you know in, engage with it and embrace it and, and i was because that's all it's about you know, if it can help, if it wakes you up from the unconscious state and brings you into a, a, a state of present where you know who you are, we understand where you've been, but we can't do anything about yesterday. Yesterday is gone. We never met tomorrow. All we have is today. And if we can take control of today, then we maybe can start framing and structuring a future. 
So the book is really filled with, it's a simple read. It's, it's a colorful book. It's, it just has a lot of assignments and quotes and just, you know, sometimes we, the people don't even ask us questions like the book is, is designed um, to ask. And then it makes a person think, you know, I never thought of that. Nobody ever asked. And you never even asked yourself. You never even saw how important and how much of a role it played, you know, in your life now. So that's what the book is basically about, self-development and becoming aware. Oh, uh, Pam, I am again. Here I am again. I'm over here just like, hey, I'm, you know, I was, I said, okay, well, let me see. I saw you moving. I know, I know. So can you share with everybody how they can connect with you, get your book, you know, where they can find you and get your services as well? Yeah, so I'm going to make it really simple for everyone instead of trying to give out all sorts of information. If you go to exchange with an X, experience with an X.com, you will find every platform, every social media platform, phone numbers, ways that you can get the book. It is all on there. Okay. Can I say I'm so glad that you put it at the bottom because when she said yeah. triple G, I put G G G. Me too. I didn't know, but but it's right though. See, that's it. www.triplegg.exchange. <laughs> no, no, I put www.ggg. <laughs> she didn't put triple G. Oh, I thought you was telling me as a triple G. So I'm glad oh. it's up. <laughs> yeah, and it's oh yeah, you know I was gonna make. And it's exchangeexperience.com. E-X-P-E-R-I-N-C-E. Oh, Ex let me say this. Exchange experience? Yep, with an X, experience. Easy fix. Yeah, there we go. It's, it's all about the exchange. You have to give up something to gain something better. That's right. Yeah, so we have it here. You all definitely, the website is at the bottom. Connect with Mo Pounds or Matisha. Pounds, get that name right now, and everybody who who knows when you reach out, with an teacher. X, my girl. experience with an oh, X. with an X. Yeah, that's right. It say. looks right. It looks right. I'm, look, I'm like, yeah, it right is. Here. That's right. Oh, that's what I have it. I have it as experience. It is you looking at the change, the no, e at the end of change, so it's looking a little bit different. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Thank you. No problem at all. We appreciate you coming by, hanging Thank out, so and we'll definitely have to have you back on again sometime in the future, when you, especially if you have another project coming back or coming out, rather. Um, we'd love to have you back again. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Thank you so here. much for coming by. You all Thank definitely you. connect with, with Mo Pounds and, and look her up. New Orleans, hey. you know, represent. That's right. That's right. T. Uh, Weezy's from New Orleans. Oh, yeah? Yes, girl. Girl, now. Nah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Thank you for having me. Y'all have a good day. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right, ladies. Ah, good show. Good show. I always love when we have life coaches and we can talk about experiences and and how to deal with trauma and all of that. Oh yeah, okay, wine, wine. My mom's like throwing up the wine. I'm actually drinking water today. Yeah. I'm drinking. Can, I, I feel a little remedial. 
can one of y'all pull it up on y'all phone and send me the link? Cause I'm still having difficulty. You want me to? You want me to put it back up? Here, I'll put it back up. <laughs> You're feeling a little bit remedial. Oh my! Well, you know what I say earlier. Reading, reading is fundamental. I said that to earlier. Reading is fundamental. Yes, it's triple G G G X C H A N G E X P E R I E N C E. Triple G Exchange Experience. You got it, boo. <laughs> You know, so the other part is for those who are tuning in and listening, got another little thing. If you love our show, you know, because it takes a lot of work and, you know, for all of us to put this together, you can now actually purchase us a, you know, just buy us a cup of coffee, even though when you log on and say buy us a coffee. So you can go to www.buymeacoffee.com backslash herspiration hh. You know, just if you're feeling uh, generous, generous uh, to come and show, and show some love and support to kind of help things go along. Because one thing we do love doing is having our platform for free. We don't like having to have guests have to pay just to come on and, and highlight themselves, their, their brands. We do have, if you go to our website, www.dawentertainment.com backslash podcast, we do have advertisements. If you don't want to show up, you can advertise on the page for a small fee. So, But in the interim, if you're just feeling generous to just pop us a donation, the link is down at the bottom, buymeacoffee.com backslash herspirationhh. We would definitely appreciate it because none of this stuff is free and it takes a lot just to push it across all of these platforms and, and even record live for all of you all, especially going to weekly. Um, nothing that we can't handle or manage, but, you know, we're here for you all's entertainment and to keep you all in, you know, having a lot of different people that can broaden your perspectives Um in your lives and hopefully help you grow and inspire and motivate you. We got some bomb business people's com people coming up. Let's look at our guests next week. Cause I tell you the, every single week I'm getting emails <laughs> with new people who are registering to come and be featured on the podcast next Wednesday. We have Lily Mae Jones. Oh my gosh, y'all. She's a super dope um, person that we're going to have a great business woman and a business powerhouse. So you are not going to want to miss that show. Yeah. You are not going to want to miss that show either. Uh, Louisa, how can people connect with you? Um, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at the blue Phoenix Hills. Okay. And what about you? T Weezy? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. I am T Weezy. <laughs> <laughs> And Cortina, you can find me at. I'm trying to do what you do at <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know the camera is right. So I'm like, how do I find it? Right, right. There, there you go. <laughs> I I know, right? You know, and and of course you can follow me at. There you go, women. Hold up, I'm like you. There you go. Yeah. I, I'm just, I give up, you know. Uh, and I am Dr. P. Gurley on all platforms, literally all platforms. And you can find the Herspiration brand on Instagram at DAW Entertainment. And of course, if you're looking on Facebook already, you know, we are Herspiration Happy Hour on Facebook and Twitch. 
And, you know, don't be afraid to connect and come join us on the show. Definitely come out. If you want to be a guest, just go to our DAW Entertainment dot com backslash podcast and register. You don't even have to reach out. If you are a PR and you want to have your client featured, also go there as well. You know, don't be afraid. We love having everybody on to be featured. Ah, any any last words for this podcast, ladies? It was good. Um Oh, Laura. Well, I definitely want to thank our guest, you know, Matisha Brown for coming out and sharing what she does and sharing her even her own personal stories. One thing we will say that transparency on here is so important. And that's one of the things that we absolutely love because Lord knows we're very transparent. You get what you get. I'm over here hot messing it. So don't even feel like you have to dress up for it because it's cocktails and conversation. And it's a very easy flow and laid back. So you know what? We are going to close out our podcast. And until next Wednesday. Cheers. Cheers.